What's up, Dunwoody? February 28th, 2018 was the day that we dropped episodes one, two, and three of the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. That was this week, two years ago. Uh, it's funny thinking back on that day. I was a huge fan of podcasts, and I always thought it would be cool to have like this local show about Dunwoody. But I didn't have the guts to follow through with it, and I kept putting it off. I was in my own head and worried way too much about what other people would think. Now, I'm no motivational speaker, and this is definitely not a self-improvement podcast, but maybe somebody listening right now just needs to hear this. Put yourself out there. That thing that you've been putting off, just, just do it. Throw yourself into an uncomfortable situation and don't quit. Keep going and let the haters hate because dogs don't bark at parked cars. Be yourself, put your head down, and play the long game. Because of this silly little podcast, I've gotten some opportunities lately that I'd never even dreamt about, and um, it wouldn't have ever happened if we wouldn't have started two years back. And it wouldn't have ever happened without you guys, so thanks for listening and supporting the show. If you're new to the show, my name is Matt Weber. My co-host is Justin Dyke. Justin is founder of PoolDues.com, an all-in-one solution for your neighborhood swim and tennis clubs. Your club represents your neighborhood, the place that you chose to invest in, where your kids play, and family lives. If your club doesn't have a strong social presence, if the tennis courts are unplayable, if there's tiles falling off the pool, you enter into a cycle that sends potentially great neighbors elsewhere and brings in home buyers that don't care about the condition of the club. Home values in your neighborhood rely on your club to set a strong first impression, and Justin's software is a one-stop shop. The show is brought to you by Village Orthodontics. Dr. Brett Friedman and his team will straighten out your teeth and get you back smiling in no time. Call and set an appointment, and uh, make sure you tell them that you heard about them on our show. Our other sponsor is Porter Brew & Q Brewery. We'll be guest bartending there tomorrow, February 26th from 5 to 7 p.m. There's going to be a great crowd and all proceeds go to the Dunwoody Police Foundation. Be sure to bring a business card for the raffle because one lucky customer will win their own keg party for all of their friends. Now we try to get around the community and talk with all different types of folks, but diversity in Dunwoody is sometimes tough to find. When I saw the amazing work that Lily Pabian was doing with We Love Buhai, I knew that we had to have her on the show. So this one is all about Buford Highway. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. All right, we're here with uh, Lily Pabian from uh, We Love Buhai. These two white boys know nothing about Buford Highway, so tell us about uh, We Love Buhai. Well, where do you guys want to begin? Let's you start at the very beginning. All right. Like, well, why then, did you get involved? What in is Boo High? What All right. So for? it's Buhai, as in Buford Highway. That makes more sense. <laughs> I did ask you that before we started. No, it's too, funny. I mean, idiot. it's fine. My husband, my husband says Buhai all the time. I'm like, what? Are you trying to scare me? <laughs> <laughs> Um, now I'll remember it. Yeah. Not Boo High. Okay, it's not gotcha. Boo High. Okay. It's Boo High. Um, no. We started, actually, um, uh, Marion Liu was the founder. She's the visionary behind this. Um, she started in 2015, and it started as an Instagram account. And she was a transplant. She moved here from L.A. And Marion, forgive me if I don't get all the details correct. Um, but she came here and she's, you know, she came from a very diverse area. And, and she came here. She's like, wow, you know, I kind of feel she's trying to figure it out. Right. And get the lay of the land. And, and anyway, as we all do, trying to feel connected. Right. Um, this is your new home. And so she started like she lived right off Buford Highway in the Brookhaven area. And then she started like creeping in and discovering this whole world where she was like oh my gosh this is stuff that I grew up with this is things that I can connect to and she just started taking pictures and created this you know and and it was just this 
huge following. People were like, Was it all pictures of food or it was, was it all, pictures well, of storefronts? It was it was a mixture. It was a mix because it you know, I think food was a big part of it because she was like, Oh man, you know, they actually have this here, you know? Mm. Um but then it slowly became places and then became faces, you know, and then the story and sort of the mission started shaping, I think, in those early years. Um, 2017 is when it became incorporated as a nonprofit. Um, and um, and then 2018, we just, you know, became. She just um, called her one day and said, I like what you're doing. No, I actually, I didn't, I didn't know Marion. Um, I actually didn't know uh, the, the movement, so to speak. Right. So I. On my own path, I was like, you know, I'm looking for something to connect to. And this opportunity came. Marion was was um, leaving. She had an, another opportunity. And so I kind of just I applied for the job. Um, but for me, it was more than that. It was just something that I grew up off Beaufort Highway. Um, I've been here since the late 70s. We moved here from New York. And our first apartment was right behind Paris Baguette. Um, and it's still there. The, the, the complex is still there. And then we just kind of moved our way north from there. We grew up in Norcross and Tucker, made the whole rounds. So I've been here for a long time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but Buford Highway has always been home for us, from, from my, myself and my sisters, my family. And um, to be able to uh, work this mission in terms of, you know, building that awareness of, what Beaufort Highway is, what it means to us, what it means to so many people, um, what it means to the South, um, has been just a real honor to do. You know, it's been a privilege. But um, I'm on the Instagram account now. Yeah. Do you, you still run it? This is uh, I do. We, we love Buhai. Yep. Buhai. Buhai. Yep. See, I messed Buhai. it up too. <laughs> Buhai. Yeah, this there's some tasty stuff on here. Yeah. Um, is there any? Th- what's your fa- put you on the spot? What's your favorite restaurant right now? Ooh. Ooh well, I don't some talk about specific restaurants. Oh, you don't. I, you I don't. don't. I don't tell my favorites okay, because right. of of the position and sort of the platform we're at. I think it's a little, you know. Um, I'll, it, but if but. you guys call out places, then certainly. But yeah, I mean, I think the latest post was okay. talking about the hangover soup, right? Um, which is very fitting, right? Today is the day after the Super Bowl. Um, but certainly different types of foods, um, Vietnamese style of, of cuisine is, you know, ranges from the hole in the wall, which is sort of. A lot of people's introduction of the pho, the the, the, the noodle soup, and um, as you sort of move um, into different markets, um, now it's bringing dishes that a little bit more um, just elevated experiences, um, more the the total ambiance. Place that I went to was Chom Chom, um, and they're a fairly new place um, right off Buford Highway um, near the the airport. So yeah, there's there's a lot of are there other trends. contributors to this page. It's just me, myself, and I right yeah. now. <laughs> just the three of you? Just the three of us. <laughs> have you had other people offer to do it? I mean. Uh, we have volunteers. I know that um, uh, Marion had, she did actually have a social media manager for a little while. Yeah, that one's the Mongolian beef. Mm. And, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, that is, I'm getting uh... hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, and that, that one right there is, is a place called Menchen Hong. Um, and that is a little, just a, just a touch, um, north of 285 in Buford Highway, but 
great, great place. The, the, the it, It's Chinese food, but it has a little bit of that Asian. It speaks a lot about the migration of China Chinese to Korea. So you'll see a lot of those, those fusion flavors. Um, you'll see the menu. Some of it's in Korean, and some of it's in Chinese, and it really is sort of, a, um, you know, um, an ode to that, right? I mean, the, the, what came out of that. And... Um, so it's really delicious. I don't think I would know when I ventured into the Korean side of the menu versus the Chinese side. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Unless it specifically says. I wouldn't understand either one. <laughs> now entering. Which is hilarious because, uh, you know, my board member, one of our board members, she's Korean. And, and um, we sit there and she's like, no, that's not how you say it. And she says a Korean. And I said, well, no, 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 it's Chinese. No, it's a Chinese one, you know, so we're going back and forth over a noodle, you know. But it's fun. It makes it great. You know, it's it's what, how... The food is trans hits us right and and connects us and and um, so it's good. Well, let's break down Buford Highway. You had mentioned the Chinese. What did you call it? Chinatown? Chinatown. The Chinatown. Where's Chinatown yeah. on Buford? So Highway? Chinatown is right across from Shambly Marta Station. Okay. Um, it um, is right off New Peach Tree. Okay. That, that road. That's not far from here at all. Not at all. And um, a lot of people. I think it's interesting when people say, "What Atlanta has a Chinatown?" And these are people that have been here. For as long as I've been here, yeah. you know, and I'm like, where have you been, you know? Um, so, but yeah, it's been around for at least 30 years, you know, if not, you know, it started off in the early, early years in a little warehouse in North Lake Mall. I think it was a group of folks that, you know, just leaders saying, hey, we need to build a sense of community here. And so how do we do that? And so um, slowly, the, you know, that's how the, the, the Atlanta Chinatown was formed. And of course, there's, there's such deeper stories yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I don't think we want to get too deep on. But um, it, uh, it's home for me. It's always been home for me. I mean, as a young kid, my mother would, you know, be a part of, they had variety shows, they had dances. I mean, all these things are like, oh, come on, young so people. it's a whole cultural experience. It's a whole it's cultural experience. Food. It's not just food. No. And um, But it was home for me. And I was dragged into a lot of those variety shows um, as a participant or helping out, volunteering, um, you know, and as a young kid, you're like, oh, my gosh, I really have to go. And you have to, you know, be polite. You got to call everybody auntie, you know, whatever. But where the real garm. Yeah. Garments? Yeah. I mean, they had, you know, the full the way opera shows there, you know, and um, all sorts of stuff. But it was really a, I'm glad my mother had a place to do that for us, you mm. know, and um, because she probably grew up that way. Right. I mean, well, I mean. She's an immigrant, right? She's first generation, and she came here, and and there was just so much, you know. She came from a war torn country to Taiwan to America, and so, um, it was just even a place for her to be able to connect her roots mm-hmm. and and be able to teach us. You know, it, it's hard to teach your kids something without them experiencing it, right? Yeah. And they're just own, throw them right in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. and so and that's what this place meant for us. It was, it was a way for us to do that. And I did that for my children as well. So, what, uh, so what are the other parts? And Plaza Fiesta, you had mentioned Plaza that before Fiesta, we started. Plaza Fiesta. Um, Plaza Fiesta pretty well. Yeah, and a lot, you know, again, it's the whole, the, the food halls, all those different, um, and then the merchants and the the, the, the the products that you can get there. Um, and it's just, a, you know, it's just a beautiful um, cultural experience to, to go somewhere and that you could find it here, you know, in Atlanta. I think that's, that's pretty cool. And so Buhai, we love, we love, we love Buhai there. I said it right. That's the Instagram Yay! account. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Okay. So what, what else are you trying to do with that? Like what exactly is it? Yeah. 
to preserve the yeah, area. I and mean, ultimately, we just want, you know, we want folks to really care about Buford Highway, all the different layers of Buford Highway that make it up. You know, the first, I think we got it right with the food, right? or that's the easiest one. People immediately hinge to that. They're like, oh, yeah, Buford Highway, it's the food, it's the food. We yeah. love the food. That's what so, I know about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And so, but that's sort of the, it's a great place to start. It's a common place to start, right? And so how do we bring awareness to other things, you know? And, and, and our main way of doing that is um, the oral history project. And we have an ambitious goal. Um, we want to collect 120 to 150 stories, interviews of people that have moved here, immigrants that have moved here since the 1950s and forward. And um, and we believe that hearing these stories, it's, it's a way... It, it's taking that connection a little bit deeper and maybe in places that, um, you know, bridge us, you know, that, that we're more like than we are different. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that, that's, and you want to turn that into a brick and mortar building, right? We'd love to do at one that's point. The dream. Yeah. That's the dream. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. That's a dream because then it becomes accessible to, you know, everybody or you come in, take a look at, hear our stories, take a look at the faces, you know, and, um, you know, it's just a good place to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there other people protecting, I mean, these areas? And, you know, Shambly's got these apartment complexes going up all over. Like, are they Everywhere. trying to buy out Chinatown and put, you know, apartments there? Um, or? You know, it seems I, I like don't... it's expensive land, but, I mean, I, I'm sure of... that people think that they can get it cheaper, you know? Cities, they're doing what they have to do, you know, and, and, and a lot of it is about, you know, growth and, and, you know, especially the economic piece of it and all of that. Um, but no, in terms of other groups, there, there are certainly other groups that, you know, like the Latin American Association, um, Los Vecinos, um, they serve the Latinx communities, um, you know, local, hyperlocal, regional, whatever. I mean, they, they, there's, there's that. And then you've got CPACs, the Center for Pan-Asian uh, Community Services. They've been around for 30 years. They provide um, health services. Um, and social services um and then you've i mean I, I was a recipient when we were little we used to walk over there to get our shots you yeah. know and then growing up my mom's like we gotta volunteer you know you gotta get back we're like okay um but so there are organizations who we call them sister agencies that are are certainly meet, meeting some real needs there right mm-hmm. um part of when we talk about connection is um, helping them amplify, even helping them amplify their mission, because a lot of people don't know, um, you know, because whether you're not Hispanic or you're not Asian, so you don't know, right? Um, but I think it's important um, to bring awareness to their missions, which is what we'd like to do. And um, when folks come to us, we're like, yeah, you need to go here. You know, these are the folks you need to talk to. They, they are the ones that can provide you with real help. And um, so... We, um, but we're all collectively, uh, we're meetings quite often. We all have this common love of Buford Highway mm-hmm. and its people, you know, all the, and the places, you know, and um, because we, we realize that it is such a valuable, um, it's just a valuable place for Atlanta in, in the South. And yeah. so, and, well, and they need you as much as you guys need them too. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that those places don't have the social media following that y'all have. Well, no, because like, like I said, they're, they're dealing with, you yeah, know, they're with the real things. The real issues, right? <laughs> not pictures of food. <laughs> not pictures of food. But it's nice that, um, you know, you can contribute a, to that. Yeah, I feel like we are contributing that. I feel like it is important because we're providing so that the, the, the optics are a little bit different, mm-hmm. but it's a holistic approach to it, right? And, and it comes in as saying, yeah, you know, we know it's, it's, it's engagement. 
right? And and how do you constantly, and, and that's important to do, um, because when it's constantly there, um, people are like, yeah, I need to, I need to think about it, or I am thinking about it. Um, and hopefully through these stories, people can think about it differently. Well, it always helps a group up. I mean, it's it's uh, similar to the Dunwoody Homeowners Association. Before we were a city, they were almost the the kind of the quasi the de facto government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, like you guys have this group, you can go to. I guess it's the Dorville, or is it Chambly, or is it Split? Who, well, who we you have end three. Up? We actually run. The, the, that's the other thing, right? The the, the complexities build, right? Now we run through three municipalities. Okay. So it's Dorville, Chambly, and Brookhaven. Right, and um. You know, all of these these communities, they're, you know, they are, they want to work with the community. They're trying to fit, you know, who, who do we work with? Who do we talk to? You know, so I do believe that, um, you know, good intentions are, are there. It's just how do we, um, how do we best fit in what value we can bring to the table and, and what perspectives we can help with? That is um, where I like to work with, with, with those folks. How do they see you guys? I mean... I think that they, you know, um, I hope they love us. <laughs> yes, they do. You're kind yeah. of a bridge between those cities, too. I mean, it's kind of like the, yeah. P- the PCID, yeah. you know, we know real well, and Hanlon from the PCID. I mean, that's like three cities that they kind of bring together. And what, what is this? So basically, it's like all the perimeter, a lot of the perimeter businesses get together, oh, okay. and they, they all put money into this one fund, and then that they... So it's a CID. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it keeps okay. it keeps the cities talking to each other, you that's know? Right. And I feel like that's, that's kind of right. what you're doing. Absolutely. And I think that... Because Brookhaven and Doraville probably don't have very much to in common between really them don't. except for Beaufort yeah, Highway. Yeah, except for Beaufort Highway. And I think that's a very important point. So thank you for, for oh, no problem. <laughs> taking that with me. <laughs> well, um, I guess what I was getting at is like, you, you, like you're, you're somewhat against gentrification, but then these cities, you know, they're going to be like, well, we could get a, yeah. a state farm or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right, we could put bit. a huge apartment complex. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, instead of the pawn shop, right? <laughs> but in knocking out the pawn shop, you're going to knock out part of you know, exactly. right? So, so. Or people, or or people, you know, being able to shop in certain, you know, and and um, well, you're talking about somebody who loves pawn shops. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I get your point, and it's yeah. true, right? I mean, do we, we as humans, you know, and we don't like change, right? And and nobody likes change, right? But it it happens, and um, but what? But I think it's. A little dangerous when it's happening when people don't even know it's happening or, mm-hmm. or know what the impacts are, right? Um, and that's when we become, you know, just just self-absorbed. And we need to look up and we need to have continuous conversations and we need to talk about it. It's uncomfortable conversations too, right? Because of whatever the political things that are involved in it, you know, whatever it is. Um, but to me, and you know, I don't, I think it's all good. I think it's okay, you know, um, because ultimately... We are trying to bring um, positive awareness to, to this place, and and um, the fear is losing it, right? The right. fear is that it's going to be to a point where people can no longer afford to live there. People can no longer afford to, to have mom and pop shops anymore. Um, there you go. Yeah. Then it, then I, then it stops. And it's it's probably a lot of all they know. I mean, if. You know, Lafayette, what's it called, Lafayette or Plaza Fiesta? Plaza Fiesta. Yeah. Plaza Fiesta. Mm-hmm. Those people are probably there all the time, and they probably live close by, and maybe can walk there. And when Plaza Fiesta goes away, where you know, where do they, where do they go? Yeah, then? yeah. Well, I mean, where, where where do they go to have their? You know, it's, it's one of the things that I used to love as growing up as a kid was 
going on Buford Highway for dim sum. Like that was a big deal. We didn't, I never knew what dim sum was just because, you know, when you're young, my mom was like, well, you know, they don't have it in this country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not eating it, you know. But the first time we tasted it was, it was, you know, somewhere on Buford Highway. I can't even remember the place, but it was like such a moment for us because as we're eating this, my mother's sharing and my parents, we were sharing stories of how, when they ate it and kind of where did it come from? And, you know, so it wasn't just, about shoving dumplings in my mouth. It was really about listening to telling us stories, you know? And I always felt like that was the, that was the thing that I felt connected to or, or I got out of it was, they didn't, they didn't just share stories randomly. It was always, you know, oh, we're at a place here on Buford Highway or, oh, you're in this market, let me tell you about this vegetable or, oh, you know, let me talk to you about why this is important and, oh, we went to this herb shop and this is, you know, I mean, whatever it is. Um, it was just an opportunity to really just learn um, my roots, you know, so. We need to go get some dim sum sometime. We really do. <laughs> well, seriously. there are several places. I know. Um, I know Dim Sum Heaven, Canton House, Oriental Pearl. And Where's that? some the really hot dog good place? place. We were Jay, oh, Jay's, hot, Jay's Hot Pot, Jay's the mini hot the pot. mini hot pot place. That's a that's legendary, also legendary for sure. <laughs> um, there's a new place we talk about trends. It's called High Pot. Uh, it's Taiwanese um, sort of spin on on the hot pot. And um, we had talked about this earlier. How you know the hot pot is such a sacred thing, right, for us. And um, you know, it, it it's so much about family. It's so much about bonding and through food in that moment where nothing everything dissipates and you're just focused on all right what am i going to cook next into this broth you know it's 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 a fiery broth it's like fondue but but you're using and and all these different but it's the sauce that makes it right and oh my sauce is better than your sauce or oh my next round sauce is going to be better than you know whatever it is it's just such a I don't even know how to describe it. All There's a I lot can... of strategy involved in, in getting through yeah. two, two hours worth of food. <laughs> I mean, it's a strategy. Yeah, I mean, well, you just... You, you sit there for two hours? Well, it takes you about can. that long. I mean, it takes about that long to get through. It's a, ton, it's a big pot of food. It's a big and then pot a big of, pot of, of water. I mean, yeah. you kind of like... Well, and then here's the... And you refill the pot. Yes. Because yeah. it, it's, you know, it's whatever. And... and um, but for my family at home, we typically literally will we'll eat. We'll eat in the wintertime. We open all the doors in the house, and because it's hot, you know, you want it's, it's called hot pot. It's, it warms you up, right? And we'll take breaks. All right, turn it down. Let's come back in <laughs> ten minutes. It's like the ultimate Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> what is your husband? Your your Polish husband? What does he think about? Oh, all he's of these not, you know, it's foods. so funny because um, as I shared before, you know, when we were dating before, he's like, you know, what's that? You know, he kept asking me, what is that? Fine, I looked at him and said, stop asking me. If it's good enough for me to eat, you can eat it too. Yeah. Um, no, he loves it. And, and um, we talk a lot about Buford High what it meant for us. For us as, as college kids, it was our it was our you know we it's because they had late night restaurants like open till two in the morning, right? Oh, are they? They're all yeah. open later. Yeah, and so it's super fun. You go down, you feel like you're in a different world, yeah. different country, and it was an escape because for us it was affordable. We could actually have a really good meal um, on on you know student whatever money we had, little we had. Um, but we used to explore, and it was just you know we we just loved it, and and. Um, when I talk about my work with him, he's very much involved. He's he's my biggest fan. He supports me through everything, all the events, and you know. And I asked him, I said, well, "What do you what do you care about this?" You know. And he's like, "Buford Highway means so much to me." He's like, "I can't imagine like my world without it." 
you know, and, and, and now that he's got children, you know, they're half Chinese and um, he sees it. He, he really, he really sees it. And, and, and to him, he's like, well, I can't, I can't imagine my world without Buford Highway Farmer's Market. I just can't because <laughs> we go there, you know, yeah. and, and um, what's something you get there that you can't get at like a Publix? And I'm sure there's oh, a lot the of things. Greens, but like, the vegetables. The vegetables. Okay. I mean, for sure. I mean, a big part of uh, growing up is, all right, you have a meat, but you always have to have your vegetables. And the bitter, the better, right? The, the greener, the better. Um, and that's my biggest thing. Like, I, I mean, sure, I can get Napa cabbage at Publix, but it's like, you know, dollar, whatever. It's so inflated. I'm like, really? <laughs> GMO free. Yeah, or or you know ginger. I'm like that is the smallest shriveled piece of ginger I've ever seen. But if I want the big fat ones, the good ones, you know, I go I go to be for Howie. But it's the condiments, it's the sauces, all all. So what places have you been, or what? what? Uh, in modern times, just Jay's hot pot. Yeah, and, and I and that and with all these places that we've been talking about, now I just want to go back to that one too. So yeah. I'm sure there's people listening to the show that are screaming, what about this place? Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they are. So. But that's okay. You know, I think it's I think it's beautiful when people are like, you know what? They're, they're honest about it. I don't know. I haven't been. You know, no, because I definitely then, don't know. Right. So. Because then we can like, well, that's a starting point. And let's say, all right, let's go explore it. Let's go, you know, um, and let's go talk about it, you know. And I think that. Um, I think you need a map. I think you need you need a map. A, and I we think, have a map. Oh, okay. You and have like a, a checkbox map? We okay, do. all right. All right. We, have, we gotta get that out. Um, yeah, that's part of our uh, we have a membership program. And okay. um, as a member, um, you know, we are non um, a nonprofit, a charitable nonprofit. Um, so we definitely rely on um, donors to to help us with our mission. Um, but as a member with different levels, you can get access to our digital guide to Atlanta's Buford Highway. Oh, and it's super cool. And it where do you have? I'm sure you have a website. We do. It's on WeLoveBuhigh.org, and um, check it out under membership and. Um, the Instagram page and the Instagram page. page. Yep, yep. And um, and certain levels, you actually get a, a, a nice book, a booklet um, that you could take with you, keep it in your car, um, and start checking. out. Now, we did have a sort of a, a fun way, and this was under Mary and Lou and, and the board. Um, it's a really fun project called the Buhai Shuffle, and basically, it's a gamification. It's a way to say, you know what, you're going to go to Jay's Mini Pot probably every single time you go to Buford Highway. So how do we? St- get you out of that right so um it was a deck of cards and and these restaurants that were part of it and it wasn't even just restaurants it was non-profit it was other organizations but if you go there it's kind of like the passport thing you get that card and so the idea is you go to 52 places to get the whole deck, the whole deck. that's a good idea and it was funded by um, mailchimp which which is another big partner of ours as well and, uh, yeah and um have you had any background in nonprofit? I do. Okay. I did. <laughs> I worked for an organization called Vision Rehabilitation Services of Georgia, and they were sister agencies to the Center for the Visually Impaired. We serve people who are um, blind or visually impaired, low vision, um, with just independent living skills. Um, I loved it. It was my heart um, in more ways that I want you know we get into now. But um, it, it's a great organization. It's still you know. It's 35 years, I think, still running. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect that, too, because I have yeah. Keratoconus. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. It's well, only a matter of time. Well, yeah, <laughs> No, yeah. it's fixed now. Okay. I got the clinical trial. Oh, you trial did? Of, yeah. Oh, 
good. Corneal crosslinking, I think oh, it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah, my husband. So my, I'm straight now. He yeah. thinks it's fixed, but he can't. <laughs> Can you see? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, my, my, my son actually has uh, an eye disease, and it, it came out of, uh, you know, I worked there, and I figured through just awareness, like, oh, I need to be checking on this. And what came out of it is, was this, us understanding he has, this has some eye issues. But um, so, yeah, I've been in the nonprofit um, and, and my heart. That, that was part of the reason why I was, I was looking for something cause-related because um, I think that's the thing that speaks to me the most mm-hmm. is, you know, how do I take all these experiences and, and you know, apply it to, you know, a, a cause. Um, and when this came on my desk, I'm like, Wow, that's like a total slam dunk, yeah. you know? There's it's a lot like, of creativity to it. I mean, a lot of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Deck of cards and that kind that's of stuff. Well, yeah. I think that's a fun way. And we want to do more of those things where that passport gamification, ways of getting folks out. And um, But our big theme this year is community. Um, and so we really want to get tighter in, in terms of partnerships with our sister agencies, ways we could help them, ways we could do, you know, cross sort of cross support. Um, and you know, raising that level of we love you high from the within the community, um, because I think we've done a really good job, sort of the outside uh, peripheral city, you know, uh, city in general. And now, how do we sort of take that to the ground? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, do they know that you're working with them? I mean, yeah. like Plaza Fiesta oh, yeah. has a representative yeah. that talks to you. Yeah, guys well, we we um, make sure you're in the loop of yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, and and I think that we've um, done really well, sort of updating each other, and you know, you got to have a lot of translators, I'm sure. Um, not really. No, no, no. I mean, and yeah, it's, it's a, what I love about it is being able to go there and speak Chinese. Yeah. You know, I love it. I get to practice. It's the only time you get to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, speaking of language, I mean, yeah, of course, there's there's language and, you know, whatever. But um, I think that that's just perhaps the easiest barrier that people recognize, right? Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, we don't speak the same language, so I'm, I'm out, you right. know. There's just so much of the cultural layers that we talk about. But in the end, this is where I believe is a personal thing. It's all about human stuff. It boils down to trust. And a lot of it is, is how much can I assess this, this person or whatever? What, what's the purpose? And, and, and am I, you know, going to be harmed through this process mm-hmm. or whatever, right? You have to understand a lot of these folks and, and my parents, and we were the same way. You come to a place, one wrong move, one wrong decision, one mistrust, takes you down yeah it's gotta be scary your livelihood right i mean we talk about sweat equity we, you are in the restaurant business right it's it, it's that and you come here and you're like you know I, i'm i'm giving i'm putting all my cards out mm-hmm. it's gotta work right and so you're very very careful yeah. um and um and i think that the, hopefully the conversations we do have we're sort of bringing those perspectives up and i do think the city sees it i think that they you know that, that's why they're inviting us to the table they, right. they want to know um and, and ways that we can sort of support mutually support um but yeah we are definitely here to protect and preserve buford highway what are you doing for the fourth of july are you going to be in the dunwoody parade no, I've not been you invited. Be. You should be. It's free, it's it's free, it's free for it's free for nonprofit organizations. Oh, cool! Uh, and you can do whatever. You just you can bring a car. You can you can have people march in it. Um, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Get the logo. Big crazy out there. float. Yeah. 
You can make it float. I mean, you don't yeah. have to. I mean, you could just have, um, I don't know, uh, people in some sombreros walking around. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Giving out um, Have you guys heard of the Tea Walk? No. no. Okay, uh-uh. so this is what we're talking about, Sister Agency, Center for Pan-Asian Community Services. They've been around for 30-plus years. They do this remarkable uh, walk. It's non-competitive, and it literally is just this community walk, and I think it's about two miles. I can't remember the exact mileage, but over the years, you know, my mother's volunteered for or been part of groups that, you know, so it's all of the community shows up, right? And my husband did it for the first time and I remember doing it as a kid you know but he came and I brought my children and this past year it's usually it's usually in October um and it was one of those experiences he walked away he was like it was such it was such a beautiful way to represent the communities I mean and, and you experience different it was it, it was Buford Highway, like through 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 a, a walk. So we're walking through one part of it, and you have certain conversations, certain vibe, right? And it was for me, it was the senior citizen um, center, and all the seniors were out, and they were just enjoying the beautiful day, and we we're talking. And then you moved up, and there was like a, a group from uh, Thailand, an, an association. They were playing like the chimes, and and the women were dressed beautiful in their costumes, and they were just. I mean, I feel like I was in a meditative state, yeah. you know. Then you move on, and it was like all these it was like a plethora of experiences through this whatever two hours and to me it was just such a beautiful thing because it wasn't it felt organic it wasn't contrived it wasn't you weren't walking through i wasn't (laughs) walking through it was real life (laughs) it was real life it was beautiful um but you know and and we are doing a a 5k race this year we're partnering with a, a company called atlanta run club and they're located. Do you guys know where Super H is? Where the the old like the GM the area they call the Assembly in Doraville? Yeah, like a mile and a half. From yeah, there. so he has a little shop up there. Um, it's a gem, and um, they are um, some physical therapists that come together. Like you know what, we love you know healthy lifestyle. We love you know, let's do this, and they want to bring it to the you know this community. So it's affordable, but. Um, when you're working out, you're not getting hurt because you have physical therapists that are there to help you out, you know? So it's really cool. Um, But this whole sense of belonging, connection, they're like, we are so for this. Let's do something together. So last year was the inaugural race. It's called Buhai United 5K. We are doing it again this year. It's May 17th. Um, It's super fun. It's in the evenings. um, So it's a little twist. A little different. Um, But it's not, you know, last year we had Lululemon sponsor. I mean, you know, and they're giving out these beautiful shirts as they do. It's a good sponsor. (laughs) Um, But we're doing it again this year. And again, through the community focus, um, we have a race committee um, made up of community members. And it's pretty cool to have those people involved and saying, hey, this is something we want to be part of from the ground up. That's cool. Well, thanks for coming on, Lily. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. All right, yeah, we appreciate it. Give us a call to action. Check out the website. Check out the uh, check out the action. <laughs> check out the action on Buford Highway. Uh, yes, come to our website. Follow us on Instagram. Um, join us for the race. I think this is going to be something unique. It truly is about community. Um, you don't have to be. It's non-competitive, um, but uh, super fun. So we also have, uh, we're planning uh, multicultural experience tours, two of them in the fall. Um, so follow us so you guys can get the latest and greatest on what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I can't on. wait. That oral history project's going to yeah. be out there too. Well, thanks a lot, Lily. All right, thanks. Thank you. Thank you.